welcome to the biggest problem in the universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? How's it going? And Sean, our audio engineer. Gentlemen. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for not deleting this one. That's two That's two in a row. Are, two we, in a row are, we, are, are we not done with this yet? <laughs> no, we're done. We're I, I'm serious. I think we shouldn't talk about it anymore. Okay. Okay. Dick, that's a, that's a very loaded <laughs> statement of yours. I don't believe that at all. One day they're going to be like, hey, whatever happened to that guy? Well, he deleted a podcast. And, <laughs> and then like, he killed himself. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I was when I when I first heard that you deleted the podcast. Uh, I, I know I don't want to bring it up anymore, but I just have to say this, <laughs> like Doctor <laughs> like Doctor Phil, right? All right, calm down. <laughs> when I first saw your text saying, "Uh oh, I deleted the," I should read your text. I should read the text. I mean, when I first saw that, I was like, you know, I'm pissed, but this is the funniest thing that could happen. Like, part of me was really excited that it oh, happened yeah. because it's the kind of thing where you make fun of your friend for the rest of their life. Yeah, Dick, and when I got the text from you when you said bad news, I didn't even have to read the finish, <laughs> the, I didn't even have to finish the text. I knew it was that. I knew There's nothing else it could be. I knew it was that. Um, anyway. Hey, uh, wait, I got something to say. Uh, good news. The live show is currently being backed up right now as yep. we speak. Yep. Can't be deleted. We've got three backups of that guy, and we're, we're starting to edit it. It's coming along great. Uh, Dick, yeah. I think we're going to try to find a way to release this to the people who've subscribed first, uh, maybe a week early or something like that. Ooh. Everyone will eventually get to see it, but just as a special thank you to those people, I think we're going to look into releasing that. That would be awesome. I don't know how we're going to do that. But if we can, awesome. and if, it might be too much of a, a logistical clusterfuck, and maybe not. Um, but, uh, Dick, let's move on. Let's look at the problems from last week. Okay. The number one ranking problem from last week was Sony. Ugh. Everyone agreed with me and disagreed with you. Most of all, Sony disagreed with you, Dick, because yeah. since that episode, they released the interview. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So didn't they make the smartest move that they possibly could have made? No. Like, they, they said... Yeah, we're not going to do something that might endanger people. Uh-huh. Sorry, we're not going to release oh. this movie that's probably dog shit, by the way. I haven't seen it, yeah. but did you re- do you honestly think that movie could possibly be good with those guys? Yeah, Dick, uh, probably not. There was too, it was hyped up too much. Yeah. But it, here's the thing. But wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. I'm not done. So they said, we don't have any distribution. So sorry. All of a sudden, because of this hype... Uh, Google, Amazon, all these gigantic distribution powerhouses come out of the woodwork to release this movie on Christmas Day or the day before Christmas or whatever, and suddenly everybody thinks that it's an expression of being an American to watch a shitty comedy movie. This is the smartest thing they possibly could have done. Dick, you are backtracking now, because here's the thing. They had the exact same distribution that they have now. It's the independent theaters who wanted to release this. Remember I mentioned the Alamo Draft House in Texas? No, the online stuff. The online stuff is new. But online is different. Look, online is not a a theater. Look, they always had that online distribution. People like me who, who say, fuck North Korea... We're going to air it and watch it anyway. But the online distribution is not what is not the subject. It's the independent theaters that they wouldn't even release to. I think that was an afterthought. I think the getting yeah. attention for Google Play and like whatever. What, what services ended up airing that movie? YouTube. A lot of online services that would yeah. never air it normally. Wrong. Like you, No. YouTube is, is airing all sorts of the movies. The same day releases? You can't go see The Expendables 3 online versus in the theater the day it comes out, can you? That's not a thing in our world. It it was. There was one movie, there was one director who did that a while back. Right. Yeah. The, I think it was The Goon. It came out simultaneously so. yeah. on theaters and on TV, but I'm saying, I think they made the smartest... By the way, let me say this, because we didn't get into this last week, because the argument was about... Well, it was a whole other thing. I don't think... North Korea did this. Yeah, a lot of people don't think North Korea did this, which is, which is uh, again, Dick, uh, you kept coming down on, on Obama for attacking this, uh, calling them cowards, yeah. rightly so, but That's it's not right, Sony's, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah, Sony's yeah, 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 job, yeah. Dick, it's not Sony's job to protect me or anyone else from terrorism. Their job is to make and release movies, right. and that's the United States' job to protect its citizens. You do what you do, you know, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, uh-huh. Dick, which was uh, actually from the Declaration of Independence, not you the Constitution. You look like you're, oh, fuck yeah. off. Everyone, <laughs> yeah. these fucking assholes in the uh, co- You say one wrong thing. Oh, uh, one and wrong like, thing. Oh, by the way, by the way. Oh, one wrong thing, Dick, because you had a, an entire cavalry. You had so many things last episode. Listen to this. I have, I don't even know if this is Dick versus Dick. Were you going to say or, I have a cavalcade of mistakes? No, in the last I, was gonna, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. I caught Go myself. Go ahead. Um, but you, I don't know if this is Dick versus Dick or if it's... Dick is full of shit. I don't even know what segment to play, so I'm going to go ahead and play this one. 
full of shit. Uh, yeah. 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 Cool. Cool, man. Yeah. What a drag. Yeah. <laughs> what is truth? Yeah, who knows? What is fiction? Not dick. Dick. How? Oh. Doesn't yeah. know. Oh, no. I hope you get sued for this song. Dick. I hope you didn't acquire the rights Full for that beat. Shit. You get fucking sued. That would hurt the show. That's what you would do. <laughs> Dick, listen, listen to the listen to the sheer what? number of of non factual statements you said last episode with no evidence at all. Here's, this here's the first be one about dog food. Oh, okay. I'm sick of talking yeah, about so dog food. So my buddy, but here's this one. Listen to this. You can't get these people on anything. They don't have to say if it's for pet food that it's euthanized pets. That's the True. point. It's not Wrong. a law. They don't have to say anything. Oh, it's not a law, Dick? Because actually it is. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act does require that pet foods, like human foods, be safe to eat, produced under sanitary conditions, contain no harmful substances, and be truthfully labeled. Additionally, canned pet food must be processed in conformance with low-acid canned food regulations, Title 21, Code of the Federal Regulations, Part 113, abbreviated as 21 CFR 113. There you go, dickhead. It is a fucking law. So, what did you read that out of, like, internet law books? It's from the FDA.gov. Here's the thing, though, Okay, Maddox. yeah, no, look, 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 look. Okay. I'm not a farmer, okay? Yeah, I'm not yeah. a farmer, and I don't make pet food. Yeah. But just because they say you have to make dog food like this it doesn't mean they're doing it. Oh, you're not a farmer? Because here's this one. It, <laughs> is, it is absolutely illegal to feed those parts to people. What parts? Oh, I, half of the cow. I don't fucking know. I'm you? not a farmer. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm consistent. This isn't a dick. Yeah. Sick. Again, I'm not a farmer. Yeah, Look, but the important part of that statement is I don't fucking know. So if you're, you're bringing in these statements, these outrageous statements like they're facts, but you don't fucking know. You have no evidence. Not well, a single shred of evidence. Hold on, though. Hold on. I do. There is evidence of the president of, like, the Dog Food Association on YouTube joking about there being pets in dog food. Joking? Well, he's saying it, but he's like being, he's like talking about the process and he throws in, yeah, you know, there might be a, there might be a family pet in there too. Yeah. That's a joke. Dick. Well, why would he say it then? I don't know, Dick. So maybe gullible idiot, conspiracy theorists go with their chemtrails on, online and let's, start let's writing start on Let's start with the 50% of yeah. a cow. Okay. Yeah. You oh. butcher a cow. Hold the fuck on. <laughs> all right. You excited <laughs> fuck. Just chill out. Go on. Go on. You, t- you have a cow, right? You cut all the meats and stuff off of it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's stuff remaining yeah. that you don't feed to people. You, you can, but you, you don't. Can, well, there's some parts that you can't, but usually you That's just don't. Yeah, you can't feed a fucking spinal cord to people. You can do anything you want with any part of the cattle. If you, you want to take the spinal me. cord and put it in a broth and, <laughs> and melt it down, if you cook something long enough, it will be melted the down shit, and consumable. The shit in the bowels, are you allowed to feed that to people? I don't think you are. Look, if you you cannot mislead people. You cannot mislabel them. And, and Dick, here's what you said about that last episode, too. Again, no evidence. It totally is. It's, it's, it's cite one law. I don't have yeah. these made-up laws in my and, head. And yet you're sure of it. Yeah. I'm not sure of it. That's it. You're not, not sure, sure of it. it. No. no. But and, I don't trust that the FDA is looking at pet food. Oh, like that, when, a, when a bag of pet, because it's not their fucking job. It is their job, according no, to the FDA's own website. It's, it's not their job to ensure oh that our pets gosh. are eating safely. It's just not. It is. It oh, is. Oh, that's ridiculous. I cited the actual fucking law, Dick, and you're just saying no. Nah, nah, nah. You're plugging your ears and saying no. No, I, I just don't think it's been, there's a lot of laws that are on the books that yeah. there's not people out, people out policing. Yeah, and you're so fu- so fond of checking appendices, but uh, you forgot to check the appendix of the appendix that you looked at. What did it say? There's over 74 samples of dog food, all from different brands, Nutro, Olroy, Trailblazer, Pedigree, Dad's, Weiss Value, Friskies, Rich Food, Safeway, Heinz, Purina, Choice, It goes Kibble on and on, right? Yeah. You can read it online. 74 different Look, samples. Maddox, here's here's where that argument came from. I think that you can feed your dog better food, they'll have a healthier life. Not true. It's not. The FDA does regulate it. Well, here's an actual lawyer who agrees with me. Okay. Uh, Brittany White says, My understanding from a quick review of the law in your jurisdiction is that there are specific offense provisions for the sale of meat or meat food and products for human consumption which are not prepared for human consumption but are otherwise appropriately prepared for animal consumption in accordance with blah, 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 blah. Any person who adulterates any other meat or meat food product intended for human food with horse meat or the product of an animal which has died otherwise than by slaughter, or the product of an animal slaughtered for pet food is in accordance with the chapter. I don't even fucking understand what I'm reading here. 
Uh, <laughs> shall be guilty yeah. of a felony punishable by a fine of blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Dick. Here's, I, here's the important yeah. part. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, in this regard, it would appear that Dick was right. But nevertheless, go fuck yourself. I don't know why it's unfortunate that I was right. Signed, yeah. your friendly neighborhood internet and real life lawyer. Yeah, Dick. Um, did you did you happen to go on and read the rest of the comments? Because I replied to that and I said, that's not what Dick was saying. Of course it's yeah, but illegal you don't know what to I was adultery. Saying. Yes, I do. No, you if don't. You, of course you it's illegal. You don't fucking know what I'm Let saying. Let me finish. You don't Let know what I'm saying, though. No one does. I think don't know you don't what know what you're saying, Dick. The, the, it, look, it says, of course it's illegal to adulterate meat sold to humans. Dick was saying that there there were parts of cow that are illegal to sell for human consumption. That's true. absolutely not true. That's absolutely <laughs> not true. You can buy any part of a cow and you can do whatever you want with it as long as you don't mislead the consumer. Okay, That's all it is. Let's moving beyond that. Yeah. The whole point is that it's better to feed your dogs better food. There's no evidence. Oh my god, with your evidence. But you <laughs> so do you eat better food? Do you would if given the choice between processed meat, like fast food and organic food, what what do you choose? Uh, it, it depends. I, I pick whatever is cheapest. Uh, I look at the value that I'm going to get for the food. If, if organic food costs two or three times as much, I'm not going to eat it. Um, but Dick, we've gotten way off there, track. There you go then. I mean, that, that sums it up perfectly. I'm between the two. I'm picking organic cause it's better for your life. It's oh. better for your body. Oh, is it? Yeah. Interesting. It is. Okay. Well, uh, remember if that. that makes me fucking stupid <laughs> for thinking that like food grown to make you like organic food that's grown to make you healthy. Not specifically organic. And you're going, oh, well, it's an organic label. It doesn't actually mean anything. But if you trust the brand, it's better than buying it from like some mass process joint. That's oh, a nice story. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's nice on paper. Wait, uh, by the way, Dick, we need to mention that we have pretty much a full studio audience with us today. Uh-huh. We have we have so many people listening, uh, just, just guests in studio. So if you hear a lot of people laughing, that's why. Um, Dick, also, I want to mention at the top of the show, our transcribers, Lori Foster and Megan Pennock, did a very nice thing, and they sent us a Christmas package, a care package full of gifts. And they it is nice of them. It's very nice of them. They wrote a bunch of nice notes and quotes from the show, and we are going to unwrap these these gifts at the end of the show. However, I brought one, and I accidentally unwrapped it early, thinking that it was for me. I, I think it's yeah. more for for the entire show. Um, I want to I want to mention this. They they sent this in. <laughs> It's a book. It says Cuss Control, uh, the complete book on how to curb your cursing. Yeah. Are you going to read out of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a, and the quote they put on here is from episode number 12. It's a quote for me. It says, um, what's more meaningful than the word fuck? So I believe, Dick, this was from the Cuss Control Academy. That, yeah, uh, I remember bringing them in. Yeah. Because too much swearing was one of my problems. Uh-huh. So to prove the point, this is, I'm reading from the book. It says, to prove the point... This list contains 70 common uses of the word shit. Who the shit knows? (laughs) That's their first one? That's the first one. (laughs) Who the shit cares? You're shit out of luck. Don't give me that shit. Cut the shit. What the shit's wrong? (laughs) Yeah. She thinks she's hot shit. I was scared shitless. He's a dipshit. I'm in deep shit. Shit happens. He's full of shit. Bullshit. That's horse shit. What a lucky shit. Holy shit. I took a lot of shit from him. Oh, what the shit. And it just goes, there's like two pages of this. Eat shit. He's a fat shit. I was knee deep in shit. I got stuck with the shit work. How about stop putting shit in your body by eating processed foods? Versus, yeah. yeah. Well, no. you know, maybe when there's evidence for that. Um, points to ponderers. <laughs> evidence. <laughs> swearing. Oh, you're fucking. <laughs> yeah. Go, 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 go. It says here, swearing is not the worst thing you can do, but you must be careful about when and where you swear to avoid offending others and appearing ignorant. Wow, that's a pretty lofty statement. So um, that's kind of true. No, N- no. To appear, you just to walk avoid into appearing. Do you walk into business meetings and you just start swearing up a storm? What's up, you spicy motherfuckers? Hey, I'm Maddox. I'm here to pitch you a fucking show. Hey, you're uh, your hero. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you do it? Sometimes. <laughs> so there's a section in this book. There's a chapter. It says replacing the excremental exclamation. They say the word shit is a solitary expression of disgust. It has evolved to serve as a suitable expletive for any negative mood, blah, 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 blah. So they, give, they list a bunch of alternates to use instead of the word shit. Here they are. And, uh, uh, Dick, I'm going to challenge you and Sean for the rest of this episode. Let's try to use some of these okay. alternates. Yeah, this is great. Okay? Here, here they are. Nuts. Curses. Nuts. Cripes. Yikes. Criminy. <laughs> Egad. <laughs> Mercy. hamburgers? Uh, hamburgers is not on the list, yeah. but I, I think we could use it because dang, dang nabbit is good grief, holy cow, holy mackerel, darn it, blast it, oh man, or the favorite, man oh man. 
Man, oh, man. Oh, brother. Dang it. I don't believe it. Gadzooks and nerds. Wait a minute, but there's none on there for uh, if I wanted to say, like, stop saying this S that you're saying. Like, stop with, I can't say stop saying this uh, cripes, right? Yeah, well, it says here, so it has different different phrases and expressions. Okay. So instead of, like, who the shit knows or who the shit cares, yeah. or it's a shithole, you can say dump or shack instead. It's a, it's a dump hole or shack hole. Mm-hmm. Instead of it's a piece of shit, you can say it's a piece of junk or trash. Uh, I already knew those words. She doesn't know shit. Me, you could replace shit with anything. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I have a shitload of stuff. Uh, instead of saying I have a shitload, lot of stuff. Yeah, a load, a ton, a pile. Instead An abundance. Of, they couldn't like improve your vocabulary. That's the whole reason you use curse words. You, you don't have a big enough vocabulary. Dick, this is written for three-year-olds, like crybabies who think <sighs> th- there's too much swearing. Instead of tough shit, tough luck or too bad. I have a plethora of stuff. <laughs> instead I have of, a plethora of shit over here. Yeah. Instead of no shit, uh, no kidding, or I know. <laughs> instead of no shit, I know. <laughs> we were shooting the shit. Breeze or bull. Instead of he kicked the shit out of the guy, he kicked the daylight. <laughs> three-year-olds? Yeah, yeah. Three-year-olds need advice on how to say I kicked the shit out of the uh, What is it? I kicked the shit out of the guy. What's the next? What's the substitute, Oh, the though? substitute? Daylights, tar, or stuffings. I kicked the stuffing out of that guy. A lot yeah. of three-year-olds walking yeah. around like, like sailors. <laughs> Instead of he's a shithead, he's a jerk, dope, or mean person. Yeah. Yeah. You're a real mean person, dick. <laughs> All right. Can I play some voicemails for you? Let's do it. I'm sick of arguing about this shit. I'm sorry. I'm sick of arguing about this nonsense. There we go. Cuss control. Uh, oh, you, you'll like this one. Let's get all the anti-me stuff out of the way all first. Right. Hey, everybody. It's me, Dick Masterson. And <laughs> I just wanted to say, Maddox, I was listening to the last episode. And well, well, sorry, it's a little hard to talk with George W. Bush's dick in my mouth. Uh, anyway, Maddox, that's you for bringing in all these facts. Uh, that's basically it. All right, I got to go. Great. I don't uh, sound like that, out. do I? <laughs> oh, that wasn't you? I thought no, you were calling into the show as a joke. It could be. I, I'm, I got really drunk this week. It could have been me. I don't know. Uh, here's another. A celebrity called in. This is pretty interesting. Hello, biggest problem in the universe. <laughs> this is Kim Jong-un. Oh, oh, okay. to warn you that if you post the right episode in January, the Korean People's Army will above every strip club and fire bar cinnamon whiskey factory in the United States. Every strip club? We know that Maddox, with unreasonable imperialist views such as principle and bravery, will not listen to us. But perhaps the coward Dick Masterson will see the wisdom in our words. That's it. Show's canceled. you, Maddox. And after you, Dick. Oh, wow. Live show's canceled. He you called heard the in guy. The show. He's a big listener, I guess. Hey, uh, that, was, that was hilarious. Um, yeah. We should probably cancel the show to kowtow to North Korea like Sony did. Um, but hold on, uh, Dick. I, I actually got a voicemail, too. Uh, this one's a fan sent in remix. Uh, I think you'll like this. Look, you man. would eat, you oh, would eat, I was gonna play you this would eat a end. burger that had, that knowing that the animals in it had been put to death chemically and that the chemicals were still bouncing around inside of them. Uh, yeah, they probably have some process to get rid of the chemicals. It's probably the No. Lower. Yeah, how do you know, Dick? Because that's why that's the difference between a food that's able to be consumed by animals and one that's able to be consumed by humans. The difference between the difference between <laughs> able to be con- able to be con- able to be consumed that's the difference between a food that's able to be consumed I'm a scat man. Okay, it's on. Okay. Here's yeah. one uh, here's one for you. Hey, this is Jordan from Bountiful, Utah. Hmm. Um, this message is mostly directed to Maddox. My hometown. Um, apparently Sony is one of the biggest problems in the universe, but not enough to where he won't buy the PlayStation 4. Yeah. I mean, I get that you're probably into Dark Souls. Or you're going to want to get Bloodborne, but Jesus Christ, True. dude, there's so yeah. many more options to play video games. Yeah. Like, like, If you're really desperate, buy an Xbox or build a computer. That's nice. Yeah, I just anyway, built a computer, just, buddy. There's that yeah. in case you know those options exist. 
Yeah, yeah just what's, what's up with that? You're always talking about principles. Yeah. I mean, I know it's fun to bring in things like to fuck with me, right, like right. these stupid <laughs> stats, but you are always talking about principles and right. that you hate Sony, but I hate Sony. you're probably going to buy a PS4. Yeah. So where the fuck are your principles? So I like move. I like video games and I like movies more than I hate Sony. So if they release a movie or video game that I that I want to see that uh, that I feel like I need to support that art more than I hate the company, I have no choice but to do it. It's kind of like it's kind of like Dick. I hate telemarketing companies, yet I worked for one for nine and a half years. Wow. So th- okay. I did that because I wanted to pay my bills. <laughs> I hate being homeless and decrepit more than I hate telemarketing companies. However, you want to justify it, man. Yeah, that's that's the beauty about having no principles. You don't have to do those long-winded uh, backwards justifications of anything. Oh, Here's another there. one. Hey, Maddox, this is Ian. I love the show. You know, for a guy who wrote a book called I Am Better Than Your Kids, you sure had a touching story about how disappointed you were that your mom didn't like your bottle full of glitter. <laughs> I guess you probably learned your lesson and had great gifts for all of the women in your life from then on. Come on. You see what he's saying? Yeah. Isn't the whole premise of your book that you should be hard on kids to make them better? Yeah. And your story's all about your mom saying you did a shitty job, or you sorry, you did a uh, cripes job, <laughs> cripesy <laughs> job, criminy, criminy <laughs> job with your pre- a nutsy job with your Christmas present to her. Yeah. Did that make you better at buying gifts for women, or did it just make you very bitter about I, it? Yeah. Well, I didn't. Cri- I, I'm not criticizing her parenting method. I, I am criticizing. She's just an asshole. Uh, I mean, <laughs> so not her parenting method, just her. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't glitter, dickhead. It was this fucking sparkly. It was reflective shit. It's science. I give her a bottle of science. That's what I did. Uh, it's different than glitter. Yeah, it's little particles that sparkle. Uh, well, when you put it that way, dick. <laughs> All right. Um, I might have one more voicemail. Let's see here. A lot of girls in the comments were uh, saying that they want you to buy them presents. Yeah. You see those? Well, who doesn't? I'm a, good, a great gift giver. Yeah. Very thoughtful. I'm a really good gift giver, I think. I mean, uh, you know, 100% of women would disagree. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the, definitely the one thing I don't want to hear is their side of the story on this. <laughs> well, fair enough. Hi. I, I was just calling to let you guys know that Maddox, with his Sony problem, totally, totally won um, – but if it makes a difference, it sounds like Maddox loses in life if okay. he can't have Great. somebody appreciate no, she's for you. his gifts that he gives, which sound like awesome gifts. Awesome gifts. Fuck you, dick. Oh, all there right. It is. All right, I got a lot of comments, but I think we're running out of time. We are. We are. So we still have to open the rest of these gifts. We're going to open them up at the end of the episode. We'll see what uh, we're going to see live on air. There's one other gift I did open early because they said it was specifically for me, and it was a giant rubber tit that they sent me because they quoted you in the road rage episode yeah. dick if you want to read that that quote um they sent me this this big tit and you'll see why wow, as soon this as, tit's heavy yeah it's a heavy tit oh, oh, oh my god yeah this is like a real it's like a perfect uh sphere a flesh-colored sphere with a giant nipple on one side that is absolutely a tit it's heavy yep uh, they said you need to chill out. You have a you need you need to chill out. You need to have a stress ball in your car. Dick Masters in episode nine. So this is what you're gonna have in your car from now on. Yeah, I guess I'll squeeze this big tit when I'm angry, which I don't know if is a good thing. I don't. Want no, that's to. that's exactly what you need in your life. A gigantic tit in your car. Another gigantic, Another gigantic tit. Another gigantic tit. That I was gonna say <laughs> that you I can got squeeze you. like a maniac <laughs> as you're driving around town. One hand on the horn, the other hand on the tit. Hey, might uh, might calm me down, man. Who knows? Classical music doesn't do it. All right, Dick. Should we get to the problems? We got a lot of yeah. Uh, I'm, lot, I'm trying to see if cover. anybody called me a pussy in a funny enough way to read on the show. Uh, no, I don't think. Let's let's just go right to the problems. My so my problem my problem this week is um, it's not necessarily Christmas themed. Uh, however, I did think of it because of Christmas. So my my whole family's in town for Christmas, right? Yeah. My my parents, uh, my sister, her husband, my brother in law. They came to the live show. They did, and um, and they have a kid. They have a two year old kid, right? So the, one of the most fun things to do in life that I've found after they had this kid is buying presents for little kids, like for children. That's fun. It's very fun, and I'll t- I'll explain it to you. The best way I can, Good, because I wouldn't, I, yeah. Have, yeah, because I wouldn't have thought so either before I started doing it. But you can walk through a store and just heap presents into a cart. Like you can heap like a sleigh full of presents into your cart that costs like fifty bucks. And I don't know about you, but I remember being a kid and yeah. having to like argue 
and chisel sometimes at my parents to get the toys that I wanted. Yep. But here I am as an adult exercising my power of just filling a shopping cart with toys yeah. for this kid, right? Why was it such a big fucking deal when we were growing up? Uh, oh, I think I, it's because we were little assholes, probably. I'm, that uh, I'm sorry. Why Why was it an EGADS big deal when we were growing up? <laughs> that's that's how that's how it's fun because you get to feel powerful. You know, you understand that. Yeah, I like to feel powerful. Yeah, so buying presents for a kid that you know is a powerful feeling. Dick, to play devil's advocate, couldn't you also feel powerful by not buying them presents? Uh, mm, I think about I don't it. Know. I don't want to get into one of these rabbit holes uh. with you right now. <laughs> So I bought, I like buying this kid, like, the presents that I would have loved as right. a kid. Like, presents that are, a little, like, a little bit dangerous, no educational value at all. Crossbows. Yeah. Like, I'm counting down the, the years where I can get, like, a, him a BB gun or, like, a motorcycle or, like, a drum set. Piranha. Stuff like that. His dad, his father's in the studio right now with us, by the way. Yes. So this, this kid's two. I walk into Walmart and with knowing exactly what I'm going to get him. A gigantic remote control monster truck, right? Cool. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Great gift. Just drive over all the other toys. Yeah. In my, that's like like thematically, I want it to drive over all the other toys that he gets this Christmas. Yes. And literally. And literally. And literally. So I find one at Walmart. Of course, perfect. Bring it down to him. Christmas Day, he opens it up and he's like, "Ah, oh, mom, mom." He can't say it. Like he can speak, but uh-huh. like they. They don't, they're, uh, you know, they're, their syntax isn't perfect. So it's like, monster truck, monster truck, big monster truck. Pull it out of the box. He loves it, is what I'm saying. Of course. Right? Pull it out of the box, take it outside. Oh, man, I feel awesome. Yeah. I just fucking aced all the other presents. Cool. Why? Because I, I know what it's yeah. like to be a kid. You want something to destroy all your other toys. Yeah. Yeah. We drive that thing for maybe 10 minutes, immediately fucking stops turning left. Oh, bullshit, Immediately. Man. You know how fuck you know how embarrassing that is? Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Uncle Dick. Yeah. Toy broken. The kids screw well, let's go. Let's drive it. Drive it. Like I, dude, I, I can't. It's broken. So I'm sitting outside trying Wait. to fix this thing. Yeah. Right? He's moved on to the other now the other toys are are what he likes. Yeah. Now all the other toys that I wanted to shit all over are his favorite. Because this monster truck is broken. Yeah. It's not reliable. Oh man. I'm sitting there cursing myself. Cursing my life, wondering who I can blame for this, f- trying to fix these shitty servos that are that are underneath the monster truck to get it working again, or to get you know to get it working on Christmas Day right. again. What do I fucking see on the bottom of this thing? Made in China. Okay, that's my problem. <laughs> this took Made a twist. <laughs> in China. Okay, your problem is. Uh... What is it? What's, made in China. The, no, there's a fallacy made here. Made in fucking China. To, I need it's to not look a it fallacy. Up. It's well, made in China. Shit that is made in China sucks. No, not always. Not a lot of stuff always. Is made in get China. out of here. Not always. No, you, you can are get you going to sit here and tell me that, like, overall in the grand scheme of things, shit that you're buying, the shit that Amer- that us Americans are buying, the stuff that's made in China is not garbage. Yes. Absolutely, and I'll tell you why. Because I've been to China. I've been to multiple parts of China, yeah. and I remember going to a place in Hong Kong where it was kind of like a, a place with uh, street hawkers, and they were selling all sorts of high-end products and knockoffs, uh, Louis Vuitton bags, all that shit, right? And I wa- remember walking down this one aisle, and they had every kind of dress shirt you could possibly imagine from every brand, from Van Heusen to Hugo Boss to everything under the sun. And they were all just different packaging. You just pointed the shirt that you liked, Mm -hmm. and they would take the packaging out, whatever brand you wanted, and they would make it that brand because it all comes from the same factories. There's a handful of factories in China and Indonesia and Haiti that that produce these garments, and it's all the same stuff. And they fool people, consumers, who think that they're buying high-quality steaks and dog food like yourself. Here we go. I buy Hugo Boss, too. Yeah, Yeah, I Put that on a list of nice things that I buy. It's coming from China. It's coming from the same factory that makes uh, Adidas and Payless shoes, buddy. It's all the same stuff. Well, and that's that's, why I started researching this because I do think think that everything comes out of there that we get access to is garbage. Like what you're saying about being able to walk around in China and yeah. buy nice things at discount rates right. because it's all the same stuff. That's true, but it doesn't get over here. No, that's not true. Of course it gets over here. As what, in the form of knockoffs? I think that the majority of things that you buy, whether you know it or not, if they're they're, they're probably Chinese. The majority of the things that you yes, use everything's from day to made day. in China. Yeah, and so just because your shitty like toy broke down, and by the way, Dick, not all toys that come from China will break down. 
There's a lot of high-quality products you can buy from China. I feel like I'm arguing that Florida is warmer than New York with you. Yeah, there's some days when Florida is not warm, but by and large, it's fucking warm, and it's warmer than New York. Like, you're saying that China is, like, it makes quality goods? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely false is my opinion on that. <laughs> so I, look, 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 look. I don't want to get, I don't want to get too lost in the weeds here because uh, China is, like, my rosebud. Like, I'll get drunk and start ranting about it. Like, yeah. rosebud, ro- China, China. Uh, there's this book that I found called Poorly Made in China. Okay. This sounds like it's going to be uh, unbiased. Go on. Well, of course it's biased. <laughs> the guy's got an opinion because he's, he's ch- I think he's Chinese. He like, speaks Chinese, worked in China for a sure, long time. Sure, sure, And he goes, through, he goes through a normal manufacturer in China's uh, business model. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, this is how they make money. They make a contract with you, like Uh an American designer. Let's say you're making uh, Maddox hot sauce, right? And you get a secret formula for hot sauce. Sure. Secret formula, it'll make your dick bigger. It'll put hair on your chest. This is your hot sauce formula. That's my brand. Yeah. So you take it over there, and they say, yeah, no problem. We'll manufacture it for, for whatever it takes, whatever it takes to get the contract, right? So they sell it back to you, but then they sell your recipe, they sell your intellectual property everywhere else in the world. To yeah. make their money back, right. including internally. Uh, then, once they get it set up, once they get that process set up, their entire business model is cutting their costs. Sometimes dangerously and unethically. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? True. Like, if you have, like, an awesome monster truck, they'll right. just start cutting the uh, cutting the quality of the servos. They'll replace springs with those stupid bent-up paper clips that yeah. are not as good as springs. Yeah. And they break within like 10 minutes of using them. That's what he says, this guy poorly managed. That's their entire business model. Oh, interesting. You know, Dick, that's a huge, huge problem. Why are you already smug? Why are you already <laughs> fucking smug about this? I cannot believe you think they make quality products. Well, you know, it's not just me, Dick. It's, it's uh, millions and millions of consumers. In fact... These consumers are a certain type of consumer. They're luxury product purchasers, and they like to buy. What do you mean? What do you mean? No, I don't I'm understand the it. first thing you said. Oh, I'm saying what that types of consumers there's a certain are you type about? of consumer that okay. buys luxury brands. Like, say you were going to buy, I don't know, a cell phone, and you had a choice between Samsung and HTC, some lower end models. Supposedly, you know, they're cheaper, or you can buy the high end luxury brand. Like, say, oh, I don't know, an iPhone. Where is the iPhone manufactured again? Can you refresh my memory? Was China. It, uh, oh, it's China. Interesting, and yet it's considered a luxury product and the highest quality. You've said multiple times, Dick, that you buy Apple products because you just want it to, quote, work, a bullet point from their own website. And yet all these products are made in China. How do you explain that? You're, you're getting way off topic. I just <laughs> These are made in China. Why, what, uh, why, why are you cherry-picking here? I'm not cherry-picking. I buy an iPhone over the Android alternative just because I don't want to think about it that much, and I, I personally think it's, it's a better phone. There's a lot of features that I wish it had that okay. the Androids probably do, but We're not. I'd talking, rather just okay, we're not talking Apple versus Android here. We're talking is the iPhone a quality product? I I don't know what to compare it to. Dick, compa- of, do you, do you co- think it's yes, a high so quality just, product? Yes, yes, okay. wanted, yes, yes. And then, where yeah, is sure. it made? In China. What, what are you judging it all by the iPhone? Well, so we can cherry pick all day long, but unle- until or unless you you provide some kind of evidence that the majority of products that come from China are faulty or shoddy or poor poor craftsmanship. What the could- fuck does a majority? Ha- I'm sorry. What the fudge <laughs> does a majority of products have to do with it? Good grief, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Maddox, you understand that it's not like it's not that black and white. I'm just saying that in general, Chinese. I feel that the Chinese business model, according to this book, poorly made in China, is to cut the quality of the products. I have a big problem with that. Well, some companies do, and some companies don't. Dick, it's hard to say that it's hard to generalize and be accurate. You can't generalize the entire country. There's a billion people in China, like fucking dog food owners are all smug assholes, and people wearing ugly Christmas sweaters are all smug assholes. I, you have a problem with generalizing like that? You fucking asshole. I'm yeah. sorry. You. <laughs> You fudging assweed? Is that still bad? You farting? Uh, what, what, what do you got, Sean? <laughs> what? Well, it's not Maddox's fault that everybody is a smug asshole. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Hey, can I tell you something real quick? Yeah. Um, what? My dad, my mom got a new computer for Christmas, and her old. And uh, I said, "What are you gonna do with the old one?" Because uh, it's like I, you sell it, you get rid of it, right? Sure. You got a new laptop, right? And my dad goes, "No, keep it, because uh, I want to be able to play DVDs on it." And I said, "DVDs? Who the hell has DVDs?" And he goes, "Hey, 
try not to be such a smug asshole all the time. And I was like, what the hell? Wow. That's a good That's a good insult. Yeah. Where did that come from? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listening to your podcast has taught me how to insult people. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. He got gosh your number, it, buddy. I mean. Yeah, gosh darn it. He got your number, buddy. He totally called you out on that because you were being smug about DVDs. But here's the thing, Dick. Look, you can get good quality products from China. You can get bad quality products from China. If you try to generalize the Chinese people as a whole. People? Well, you're saying that Chinese people, because products made in China are made by Chinese people. They're not importing uh, Filipinos into China. Well, well, I mean, sometimes yeah. maybe, but look, the, in general. I don't general, think it's their people, though. I think it's their business model. Well, but who is they? Who is they? Who are you talking about? Chinese people, right? Well, no. Isn't um, that the business model of no, Americans, No, no, I think it's more complicated than that because I think their government has a large role in setting how, in setting what they're supposed to focus on as uh, in business. Like, I think- I think in general, their idea is to increase exports no matter what. And our government doesn't have a role like that with our businesses. Like, I think they're a lot more free to do whatever they want here. Which means, yeah, sometimes it is about cutting costs, but a lot of times it's like – being true to their own corporate vision. You know, well, like that. yeah, but that, that it also exists in China. I, are, I don't think it is. I don't yeah. think it's like you're saying. I think the government definitely has a decree of, yeah, we're exporting. It's, uh, no. Exports are important. Well, true, but I know for a fact that in China, there are certain companies that do have this kind of, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of like the Nestle Corporation, or I, I, I'm not sure if it's Nestle or Hershey, Hershey's, one of the two. Um, there are companies out in China that, that aren't just profit-driven, but you're essentially arguing against the capitalist model, Dick, which How? is they're trying to make as much money, they're maximizing their profit by cutting corners and doing what they can. How is Especially that doing against capitalism, though? Because that's what capitalism is. Maximize your profits, oh, right? No, 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 no. But there, this is... To say it's capitalism, yeah, like... It is. Tra- it's not capitalism to have countries trading with other countries. Uh, hold go, on. go on. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's, like, capitalism is... Oh, God. It's very simplistic to say that the economic policy of a government against other governments counts as capitalism. Do you understand? Do you, like, there, there's, they enjoy certain tariffs and, like, export incentives that we just don't in America or anywhere else in the world. And I think it's harmful for, our, for the products they make and for the people in China. Well, potentially, but the one of the few I mean, potentially. Well, potentially, we have to, we have to, we have to establish that. You can't well, just make no, a claim I actually without have evidence. Studies about this. Calm the fuck down. Well, I brought this stuff in. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got to skip ahead because this this took a really weird turn really quickly. So the Economic Policy Institute, which uh, I don't know, I don't even want to read in the comments what if, what kind of an institute this is. But they say that the effect of outsourcing all of our production over there, if we did it. If, the, if there wasn't this, uh, whatever, policy for China to focus on exports, the increase in total American salaries would be up $230 billion. The U.S. GDP would be up f- almost $500 billion. And the net good exports would be up $400 billion. I'm rounding up, but these are, these are the size of the numbers we're talking about. Right. Like if we're talking about saving a couple bucks uh-huh. by manufacturing stuff in China and shipping it over, which I think is shit, this is the cost to us. Billions and billions of dollars uh, up to, I think it's up to $500 billion. Of the, let me read it first. Yeah, uh, if we stopped making stuff in China, uh, it would be it would reduce the trade deficit by up to five hundred billion over three years. That's not capitalism. Like you can't say that that's just capitalism. It, it is essentially the business model that we have now is capitalism. You have companies in America, American companies who want to who want to maximize their profit and the only reason they closed shop in America and and uh, shut shut doors here is because it was more profitable to do it in China with fewer regulations they don't have to worry about unions they don't have to worry about all these things that we have they do that, have unions over there well sure but it's nothing nowhere nearly as strong it doesn't have the teeth that American unions have uh, but in China they can they can skirt a lot of regulations they don't have to worry about uh, safety as much they don't have to worry about working conditions they That's don't why, have to worry about intellectual property either they just sell whatever you got to somebody else. Well, yeah, Dick, but that's also hard to... I mean, obviously, it's not a problem to Apple because they're manufacturing their iPhones overseas and they don't have problems. I mean, with it. You've, you've picked, like, a company that has so much money, they can hover over these over these manufacturing plants like God. Nobody it's, can get away with stuff. because, But, like, the average... The, the, uh, the fudging monster truck that I bought for my nephew, yeah. hopelessly broken. And it's this... And it's these, these horseshit policies that prevent... Uh, what? What are you looking up? It's these policies that prevent American manufacturing from making this. 
the stats I read said like it's up to like 5.8 million jobs we could be could be making these things in the U.S. versus shipping it out to China. And I'm that's that's all I'm going to say. Go ahead, respond to it. But that's that's my problem. Yeah, Dick. You know, I'm I'm not going to totally shit on the problem because I think that there are some crap products that come from China, and it really just depends on the Chinese manufacturers. Some are good, some are bad. What can you say? I mean, it's hard to make the case that. Uh, just in general, as a blanket statement, all co- all products come from China are crap. Because I'm we, not saying it's all. Well, Let's, I, I mean, how, admit that I'm not saying it's all. Okay, what percentage would you say? The majority? Uh, more. I'm saying other countries would, us specifically, would make a better product because our business model is not set up to drive costs down. You can't. It absolutely is. Oh, it's not. No, it isn't. Well, d- it's company by company. It's illegal here that you can do over there. Of course, it's not about driving costs down at any cost. Well, not at any cost, but that's what companies are always trying to do is trying to save and make a buck. It's right? these fractions of a percent that matter. That's what I'm saying. It's not a, all products are shit, all products are here great. It's the fractions of a percent, it's the failure rate of uh, 8% versus 10%. It's the amount that it costs in the long run that I'm talking about. And, and, and the, it's the pervasive problem that everything is made in China because of this. That's my problem. Yeah. Did that make any sense? Well, I, I'm not sure you made, the, you made a strong enough case to, to prove that <laughs> oh the Chinese— Oh, my fucking God. Somebody fucking kill me with a knife made in China. <laughs> Why? It would just break off in your chest. Um, all right, I Dick. brought in— <laughs> It's crazy. I brought in so many examples, but I realized halfway through this that they're all anecdotal, and you don't yeah. trust any of them. No, of course not. I mean, this is, this is like— yeah, you can share. This is like companies that manufacture uh, buildings. Companies in China that manufacture buildings. They ship the stuff back over here, and they didn't put in aluminum. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty that's a pretty big oversight. Yeah. I, I can't see an American company doing it and just saying like, eh. So I. So what? You can't sue us. Yeah. Oh wait, it's America. You can. Wow. You know what sounds really good about America, Dick? Uh, regulations. Sounds like us. Oh, it's like, like China needs more the, regulations. I, the arguing. I don't understand why you're arguing this problem. Because you don't think it's interesting? It is interesting. I absolutely do, and I think this is a great problem. I'm just not sure that uh, that you've made the case that the majority of products come from China are shit. It's I, not I have, even the point. Well, then what's what exactly is the problem then? More. More? They're, more, they're shittier than ours, and their not business always. models— Ugh, go. Yeah. go I'm, <laughs> I know I'm sick of it. Yeah. Go. All right. Getting, this is uh, the world. This is the fucking world we live in. Yeah, what? Where you have to prove that all the products that come from China are shit. <laughs> the majority, Dick. Why the majority? Because then it's a problem. We're trying to solve the biggest problem in the universe on this show. And if you, like, look, if only a 30, 30% of the products that come from China way are shit. No, no, if, uh, hear me out. If only 30% of the products come from China are shit then it's not that big of a problem. If it's 50% or more, maybe it is, man. And how many people are dying? Like, how many people is this affecting other than, you know, you made the economic Everyone on Earth. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I don't know about that. Not even Chinese people want to buy their own stuff. 60% of Chinese surveyed. I don't know where they fucking found these. I don't know where they fudging found these people, but 60% (laughs) said they prefer American products. Gadzooks, dick. Here's the thing. (laughs) Um, In China and in Europe, American brands are really strong, actually. Despite the fact that you hear all the time French people hate us and Europeans hate us and Chinese people hate us. That's not true. You go to China, you go to Europe, they love Levi's. They love McDonald's. They love American brands. So they may prefer American brands just because of the, the... the strength of the brand America, not necessarily that we make uh, high-quality products, as evidenced by all our shitty American cars. GM, get the fuck out of here with your shitty cars. Where's the American TV manufacturing industry? Gone! Because Japan did it better. That's why people are buying uh, foreign brands sometimes, not necessarily because we do we do it the best. I mean, there are certain products that we, we deliver the best in the world. Aircraft carriers, uh, Podcasts. Jets, podcasts, for sure. Anyway, Dick. Well, you took a good problem, and you cut it off at the legs like usual, Maddox. Go ahead. What is your fucking horse shit? Let's get to a real problem. Whoa, 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 buddy. Sorry, what is this horse mercy? Mercy. There we go. Egad. All right, here we are. Uh, My problem this week, Dick, is New Year's resolutions. Oh, God. Yeah, there's a real problem. Uh, Oh, thanks for clapping, audience. (laughs) Our in-studio audience, they love that problem. Yeah, here we go. New Year's resolutions, Dick. Did you know that 62% of Americans make frequent New Year's resolutions or occasional New Year's resolutions? Is that it? 62%? 62, That's more than watch the Super Bowl. That's almost double than watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's a lot easier to make a New Year's resolution than it is to watch the Super Bowl. I don't know, man. The Super Bowl's just on. You you have to avoid the Super Bowl to not watch it. I guess that's true. Yeah. It's it's fucking everywhere. And guess how many people keep their resolutions? 8%. How... 
<laughs> you and your statistics. Yeah. How are they getting that? Hey, did you make a New Year's resolution? Uh, yeah. Did you do it? Eh, more or less. Is that yeah. a yes? I mean, pretty much, Dick. That's how that's how most statistics and most surveys are gathered. This is from the University of Scranton Journal of Clinical Psychology. They asked people who made resolutions how many of them kept the resolutions, and it turns out about 8% were successful in achieving their resolutions. 39% of the people were in their 20s, mm-hmm. and only 14% of people over 50 achieved their goals. <laughs> okay, plus or minus 14%. no. It's just 14%. Like all these people are going to lie. Hey, did you make a New Year's resolution? Yeah, I said I was going to be nicer to my husband. Did you? Uh, yeah. Nailed well, it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but th- those, aren't, those aren't the resolutions people are making, Dick. What are they making? The majority resolutions, actually, this is interesting. It's from USA.gov. There's an actual government website that says popular New Year's resolutions. It's just a list of them, all okay. the popular ones. I don't know why this is on a government website, but it is. Number one is lose weight. Then there's get fit, eat healthy food, drink less alcohol. Four of those are all related to health. <laughs> I make one of those uh, about every three days. Yeah. And yeah, so you fa- you fail every three days. And then some of the other resolutions are volunteer to well, help others. I mean, others. that's the thing. I wouldn't say I fail at it. I would yeah. say, yeah, I did drink less this week. Great. <laughs> it always seems to get less and less. Yeah. Without ever approaching zero. Yeah. <laughs> you're asymptotic to, to zero, but you're still drinking constantly. Um, which is an alcoholism, uh, which is alcoholism. Oh, stop rather. with these things. Yeah. Anyway, uh, some of the other resolutions people make, volunteer to help others, quit smoking, save money, get a better job, get a better education, and manage debt. Four of those 12 are all related to finance. I, I'm lumping get a better education into that. So sure. eight out of 12 resolutions that people commonly make are either health or money related. That's why I think fries are the biggest problem in the universe, guys. Go back and vote up fries, french fries. Those are contributing to our obesity problem in America. We're wasting money on French fries. I can't believe it's one of the lowest problems on the list. People don't think fries are a problem. You want to solve your New Year's resolutions, go vote up fries. That'll, that'll put you one step closer to solving your New Year's resolution. At least acknowledge that French fries are a problem. What about if people made a New Year's resolution to vote up fries? Would you be happy with that? If they followed through. Well, 8% are going to follow through. Yeah. I know. It pisses me off. Have you ever made a New Year's resolution? No. No? No, I'm not an idiot. Have you um, ever made a resolution ever? Yes, absolutely. Here's why you shouldn't make New Year's resolutions. It's kind of like a delay for you to get your life started. Yeah. You're procrastinating. People, it's a bad habit, right? Part of the reason that people have problems to begin with, like being overweight or not going to the gym enough or not saving enough money is because they put it off. They're procrastinators. And mm-hmm. the last thing a procrastinator needs is another deadline to put off things. Oh, I, you know, I'm going to start at this new year. Like it's some, some sure. magic like reset button that's going to wipe your slate clean of all the shitty decisions you've made in your life. Newsflash, idiot, you're still fat. <laughs> You're not doing anything to solve that problem. So this is according to Forbes. They said many people use the new year as an opportunity to make large bucket lists or attempt extreme makeovers. That's a nice aspiration, experts say. But the average person has so many competing priorities that this type of approach is doomed to failure. Essentially, shooting for the moon can be so psychologically daunting that you end up failing to launch in the first place. And the main problem is goals should be grounded by rational and achievable metrics. You don't just wake up one day and say, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to get a new job. You just, that's, just, that, that's not what happens. There's so many steps you're skipping, idiot. You don't just wake up and say, I'm going to go out and I'm going to win an Oscar tomorrow. Uh-huh. You can't just fucking win an Oscar. You have to take, do the steps, do the work, and visualize the work that gets you there. And then maybe you'll win an Oscar or write a New York Times bestseller. Sure. People want to just be a bestseller. They just want to have the best book, but they don't want to do the work to get there. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Isn't the first step to admit that you want it, though? I mean, I only know, <laughs> I I know where the first step is admitting it uh, is the first step. I'm saying, isn't that true in life? Isn't everything you learn from AA true in life as well? Yeah, well, Dick, you actually have a point here. Um, Thank you. According to this, <laughs> according to the University of Scranton <laughs> Journal of Psychology, the same study, they said people who make resolutions are ten times more likely to attain their goals than people who don't. But that's still well, that's only a pretty good thing, is it? When only eight percent are are achieving their goals, that doesn't make sense. Then ten percent more people are no, achieve no, no. their goals if they make a New, a New Year's resolution. Is no, that what you're saying? No, that's incorrect. Uh, you are ten times more likely to achieve your goal if, if you make a resolution. If you make a, if you make here, here's what here's the exact wording of the of the of the study. It says 
People who make resolutions are 10 times more likely to attain their goals than people who don't. Dude, then that sounds like a solution. Yeah, but it's still resulting in 8%. It's a shit solution. I mean, I that study sounds stupid anyway. 8% every year, 8% over a life. What, it, what does it mean, 8%? If you're 10 times more likely to lose weight by making a New Year's resolution to lose weight— you should be making that resolution every three months. Dick, and not— Make it every day. Not, great, great. Then we'll all just lose weight magically, right? It's just going to magic into existence. Except it doesn't work. It's not happening. 8%. Eight, says, you just said it works. But 8%, Dick, that's, that's minimal. That's minuscule. You no, gotta stop saying 8%. That doesn't mean anything. It's you from don't like mean a stupid anything. study. Ah. It doesn't fucking mean anything. It's not a stupid study. Dick, you constantly <laughs> do this. I bring in solid numbers and statistics and solid. evidence. Those are solid numbers from a professor. You're not a professor of jack shit, dude. <laughs> if you can't measure it, it's not a very good resolution because vague goals beget vague resolutions, says John Norcross of the University of Scranton. That's true, right? Uh, I guess. What, what's the stats to back that up? His own fucking study, dickhead. <laughs> I just read his stats. Yeah, but you don't look like I hate the secret as much as everybody oh, else. Like Jesus. the positive thinking yeah. stuff. Malarkey, uh-huh. excuse me. Malarkey. Um, but it helps people. It like centers oh, them. Jeez, man. Not everyone has the, the fortitude that you do and the constitution <laughs> that you do. They like to sit there and like gear up for something that's that might be a huge task they have to overcome. You hear what I'm saying? Like when we do this podcast, I got to sit at home and gear myself up to come in and argue with you over yeah. effing dog food. Yeah, fudging. Um, I got to make a resolution yeah. to do that. Dick, the problem is people treat New Year's resolutions like a magic genie lamp or a reset switch, <laughs> right? That'll just clean their shitty behaviors and habits that got them into the mess in the first place, right? So anyway, Dick, uh, it's a big problem because it causes people to procrastinate and not actually make positive changes in their life. So what, you would rather them have no fire under their ass to change their lives? Yeah. Because, okay, so just everybody keep doing what you're doing? No, Budget. Uh, you know, if you want to change your life, do it today. Don't wait for fucking New Year's. Don't wait for January 1st to roll around. Don't wait for some magic uh, solstice or uh, aligning of the stars or some astrological sign or a horoscope, God forbid, some horse shit. Uh, gadzooks, I mean. Um Nerds, that's what I meant to say. So don't wait for some nerds to show up. Just do it. I think this I think this problem you're gonna end up sounding like a bully like you did with shy yeah, people. Great or introverts. People need time. You gotta think it out. And I also I also don't think that you've never made a resolution. Um, I don't think I have. Maybe I did when I was twenty years old, and that's when I first realized that these resolutions are horseshit. Not New Year's, I'm saying in general. Oh, I've definitely made resolutions in general. That's what I'm telling people. Make resolutions today. Forget about the new year. Do it now. Yeah. And and by the way, make your resolutions be something attainable, something that's that's within reach. Don't just make it something like, uh, I'm going to find love, or I'm going to get a new job, or I'm going to lose weight. That's stupid. <laughs> Those are very attainable. No, they're not. <laughs> Those are giant fucking things. Dick, they're obviously not. If these are the same resolutions every American has, and only 8% are achieving them. No, it Here's just how, means they're difficult. Here's, of course they're difficult, and that's why. They're not attainable. The real way to do it, okay, if you really want to lose weight, make a resolution to cut something out of your diet completely. Like, say, french fries. Cut french fries out of your diet. Cut sodas out of your diet. That's attainable. That's one thing that you have to cut out of your diet that will make a precipitous difference in your results. You will lose weight if you stop eating french fries and stop eating soda and you manage a few other things here and there. You'll notice little changes add up to big changes. Sure. Instead of saying, I'm going to lose weight. How are you going to do that, idiot? How are you going to write that bestseller? So is it the specifics of how people follow through on their resolution, or is it the resolution that you have a bigger problem with? Well, it's the resolution because if the specifics is they don't follow through, they don't know, they don't have the chart out. They they use yeah. the resolution as just some lazy declaration on Facebook, and I'm just bracing for it. All the idiots <laughs> on Facebook this this week, next week, next uh, month, whatever, just oh resolution, resolution, resolution. None of it ever happens. None of it ever comes true. Just yeah. a bunch of failures filling up my newsfeed. Hey, you should make a resolution to stay off Facebook for a while. I would love that, Dick. 
Yeah. I would you, lo- you can. That's attainable. That's another thing that's very attainable. Uh, you just stop going there. I do. I block it. I block it on my computer when I get work done. I edit my host's file. And, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, it's a thing that on your computer that you can block certain websites mm-hmm. completely. And it's kind of, I made it a pain in the ass for me to edit this file. I used to have a batch file that would automatically edit it for me. And then I realized it was just like a switch I could turn on or off anytime I wanted to go to Facebook. Um, I don't want like Tyler Durden. Like you're setting up traps for yourself. Yeah. that you fall into when you want your exactly because I know fix. I know something about me. I know that I I am lazy, and I know that if it takes more effort than just typing the letter F in my address bar, I won't go to it. <laughs> I know that. I know that for a fact. So yeah, I do block Facebook. However, I need it once a week when I post the podcast and yeah. let people know this shit's going. Yeah, great. I appreciate that. Thank you, Dick. Hey, Dick. Um, so anyway, that's my problem. New Year's resolutions are horse shit. And uh, it's the biggest problem in the universe, uh, next to French fries and snakes. So uh, let's open some gifts, shall we? Yeah. You want me to start? Because you already opened two, apparently. <laughs> Go ahead. And Sean, you should open one of these two. Uh, there's one with a quote from Sean on it. Uh, here we go, Sean. It says, last night I went full-blown retard. Sean, episode 31. You should open this one, Sean. What's that one about? I don't remember what you were talking about in that episode. When he deleted the podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So what, is there anything drawn on that? I thought one? we weren't bringing that up anymore. I, well, Sean, Sean, it was. Uh, I it didn't was, want. We to. didn't want to. That was just on the thing. So Sean is opening the gift wrapping. It's this green. What's that? Like uh, poinsettias on hey, it's there? It's a bunch of butterfingers. Hey. <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sorry. incredible. Oh, uh, my. That is incredible. <laughs> I will have you know that it was purposefully done. Yeah. Yeah. There was you know, no Butterfingers involved, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Hey, that, I actually, I love yeah. Butterfinger, though. And hey. I, I'm eating these, and you guys aren't getting any. Damn it. Oh, fine. They don't have, a, they don't have a candy bar that's called full-blown retard. <laughs> Does that not exist? <laughs> Maybe it's payday. I'm going to open this card. Uh, it, it's got a giant ejaculating penis on it. That's not penis a, on it. It's not a cuss word, is it? Uh, penis is that. not. You can say penis. You can, just can't say cock. To, uh, to Maddox, Stick, and Sean. Oh, it's got a sexy Lady Thor on the front. Yeah, there's a, they, there's a Lady Thor drawn on it, Dick, because you brought in Lady Thor as a problem. Every time I open a card, I open it so that the money inside doesn't fall out. Like, even when I know there's not going to be any money in it. Yeah. It's oh, just, like, trained yeah. from when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, oh careful. I yeah. don't want this money falling out. There definitely won't be money in that one because I opened it already. <laughs> <laughs> so Marvel slapped tits on Thor. There's a, a quote from me, episode 10. Thanks, you guys, for everything. Merry Christmas, love, Megan. I hope you guys enjoy this uh, weird Pandora's box we've sent you. I decided against the King Cobra and six-pack of beer for legal reasons. Maybe next time. Thanks for being fucking awesome, love, Lori. Oh, they both signed the card. They both signed the card. That's incredible. They live in different states, so they had to have sent it to each other to get it signed for us. It's very nice of them. Yeah, very nice. Here's the present. You got people spraying water in cars. I got people yelling at guys for doing dishes, episode 22. You remember that one? Drought dick bags? Oh, yeah, drought dick bags. I remember. That's when. Yeah, that's when we were talking about hippies and drought dick bags. When people, basically water zealots was the problem. So Dick, you're, uh, you're opening this. It's kind of a long package. It's got a and while I'm opening it, I'm thinking about all the industrial hazards that China sometimes puts okay. in toys. Here we go. That doesn't happen in the U.S. There's Open, a note. not just cardboard. Okay, it's funny. Oh, it's, uh, it's stickers. It's a patch, positive vibrations with the Jamaican flag oh, on it. Damn it. That's cool. Yeah, some I'll reggae that, sticker. Man. Uh-huh. You can hippie power, a bumper sticker with a hippie power. Awesome, guys. Thanks for sending us a hippie bumper sticker. I'd put it on my car, but I drive a Lexus. I bet you have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> Hemp saves trees. Trees save lives. I speak for the trees, and there's a tree that says hug me. Oh, my Holy God. Holy shit. <laughs> when I read that, I want to kick the sticker's ass. Even, Get, like, I somehow. Know. Oh, my. Look at this thing. I'm smelling it for patchouli right now. <laughs> It smells here. I mean, we're we're gonna be posting pictures of all this of all this on the website. Thanks for the hippie stickers, guys. Just what I wanted. I think, Dick, these are for you though, because you were like defending, yeah, they're definitely for me. You were defending you were defending hippies, I believe. And then there's one last gift here. Should I'll I open this one up? Sticker. Yeah. Okay, this one's the biggest. Wait, did Sean open one? Sean did. Yeah, Sean opened his butterfingers. Oh yeah, the butterfingers. Yeah. All right. I was going to say, just real quick, um, this dude, Angelo, from heavyrecord.com, sent me a couple of uh, guitar effects pedals. Oh. So I can't wait. Yeah. Sean's plugging shit now? I'm sorry. <laughs> Sean's <laughs> plugging uh, th- sites now? Stuff. Things. Uh, you got to mention, I can't wait to try them out. It's fucking awesome. So thanks. 
Hey, um, awesome. Yeah, actually, so we're getting all sorts of gifts from our fans. Thank you for sending us gifts, guys. And this, this last one, it's wrapped in peppermint wrapper. It says, there's a quote on it from Dick on the front. It says, when I get an emoji from a chick, man, I start my motor, it starts my motors going. Dick Masterson, episode it does. 15. Yeah. Oh, it does. I know. I know, dude. I know your emoji uh, fascinating. Oh, I'm kind my of a pedophile. gosh. Look at it. It's Tom. <laughs> look at Tom's shoes. These aren't gifts. These are curses. What are you guys doing to us? Man, I, I'll tell you. The only good gift here was the was the tit. The, oh, my. Are these really Tom's shoes? Oh, yeah. I think they are. Look at this. There's a note inside that says, Custom Shoe Care. Remember, hand-painted, tie-dyed shoes are artwork for your feet and should be worn with care. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, did they put that in or is that, is no, that no, from No, no, it comes Tom's? with it. It's, it's, it comes with the Tom's. It oh says, God. Spot clean only with cold water and mild soap. Do not machine wash. Do not tumble dry. I don't. Oh, my gosh. Look at these things. <laughs> the Tom shoes have poop on them. They've got the emoji for poop. Everyone knows that poop emoji right on the front. Man, if these weren't Tom shoes, I'd put them on right fucking now. These are actually, uh, Dick. You have small feet. This will fit you, right? My one of my small feet is about to kick you right in the nuts for saying that, you <laughs> dirty devil. Uh, yeah, there we go. Here you go, Dick. Yeah, uh, these are these are actually pretty amazing. Uh, thanks, guys. Lori and Megan, thanks for the Tom shoes and hippie stickers. The giant tit, butterfingers. Give me the other one. And what else? Here you go. Oh, Dick is actually trying them on. Yeah. Dick, uh, here's, it's so I, comfortable to have no principles. <laughs> Nuts, Dick. Nuts to you. Hey, yeah, feel great. Oh, yeah. now I have. Now I actually have shit on my shoes. You remember that episode? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow, Dick. <sighs> Same stuff, different day, huh? <laughs> is that from your cuss control book? It's from cuss control. Yeah. Dick, that's really bad stuff you got on your feet there. What a lucky guy. <laughs> oh, piece of junk. Anyway, Dick. Remember when China put all that poison in dog food? Yeah, a long-ass time ago, Dick. Yeah. And everyone railed about it, yet people die from food poisoning here all the time. It's not a big fucking deal. Everyone still remembers that one time a few fucking dogs died uh, from, from food in China. From dog yeah, food know. in China. I yeah. Know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just asking if you remembered it. That's yeah, all. I remember. I'm I related. Yeah. No, because no dogs, no pets have ever died from American manufactured food. Yeah, look, man. Yeah. That, so that's our, that's our show. That's Thank our show, you guys. guys, for the presence. Don't forget to vote on these problems, the biggest problem in the universe.com. Make sure to upvote New Year's resolutions and downvote. What's yours? Uh, what was yours, Dix? Made in China. Made in China. Made in China. Enjoy your Chinese shit, Maddox. Yeah. Which actually, I have, I have a, a story. I, I don't know. We don't have time. You know what's ridiculous yeah. is how many stats I brought in about China, about like the trade war with China for the yeah. last twenty years. Yeah, didn't get to any of them. Yeah. I don't know why I, I don't know why I bring them in. Dick, why don't you read one right no, now? No, 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 no. It's too late. Your best one. It's too late. Read one. It might, it might sway the vote, dude. The one fact that changes the debate. Hold on. Here, and I'm not even going to respond to it. I, okay. Well, uh, everyone in the audience You're not going to respond to it? He's not even going to get through the statement before you respond to it. I know how this works. I'm not going to respond to it because I'm going to edit these episodes and I'm going to cut it right out. Uh, <laughs> what do you got? 100% of Harvard scientists think that made in China is the biggest problem in the universe. Okay, that's, that's a pretty good oh! stat. No response. Okay. That's a response, no, you I, fucking my liar, finger you slipped. effing liar. Oh, my finger slipped. Oh, man, Godzooks. All right. No. Man, oh man. Here we go. Here we go, guys. Have a butterfinger. Yeah. Thanks. You're, Thanks, a, you're a real humdinger, Maddox. <laughs> Gee whiz. Anyway, guys, that's the show this week. Don't forget to vote on these problems on the website. The biggest problem in the universe.com. Live show coming up. Thanks for the gifts, Lori and Megan. Thanks for listening. Hey, Maddox. I want you to know that when you said poodles were pussy dogs, you're a fucking idiot. Poodles oh. were bred to retrieve birds for hunting. That's right. Yeah. Poodles are hunting dogs, oh. and you suck dick. Wow. You're a big problem, and I'm calling you out on it. Call Ish. you out on it, buddy. What an asshole. That's your catchphrase. Yeah, because poodles so. hunt little birds. Awesome. Wow, vicious dogs. <laughs> okay, how about this one? i got a question for you, Dick. Uh -oh. Why is it that you have a problem with priests? And I presume you mean Catholic priests primarily, but you're inexplicably cool with the Pope, You know who is arguably the biggest priest. <laughs> so I guess maybe that's another episode of Dude Arguably. versus yeah, Arguably. Dude. the biggest priest. Guy, anyway, it's not, I think, no, the biggest right. priest is Judas you priest. Just, 
Uh, you yeah. can choose what part of the religion you want to believe in if you hold the text to be true and inspired. This which turned into a sermon halfway through do, the voicemail. Yeah. That's part of the religion. You believe that the texts are divinely inspired and they're true, necessarily. So anyway, fuck you, Dick. Good job, Maddox. Right. See ya. Wow, sounds like this guy has bricks for brains. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, CussControl.com. One more? I got one. Yeah. Hey, Maddox. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where I stand on the issue of the terrorism with Sony. However, I want to say something I think you'd agree with that kind of goes against your argument. Uh, if America was to, you know, not stand down and, or, and there was an act of terror, if uh, they told, like if Sony Pictures had to air the movie and there was terrorism, and then we decided to go to war under the pretense of uh, fighting terrorism. Yeah, yeah, man, I made that point. A country that hates us. Wouldn't it be criticized just as much as the yes. Iraq War was? I mentioned that. Of the Iraq War. I'm just wondering that where, where, uh, what exactly does not backing down to terrorism oh, get where you? Where does like, it get you? Shut what, up. What solution do you get out of that? And because it would be criticized either way. I criticize them because they back down, but then I think people would criticize them if we went to war over it. Yeah. In the end. Great. Doesn't it anyway, sound like as always, dick sucks. Fuck <laughs> off, dick. That's not it. It sounds like that guy's like getting dressed or undressed as he's like he's like on and off mic and he's putting on yeah, his what, suit. Yeah, yeah that like, was it a sounds CEO like a lot of from effort. IBM called in while he's getting ready in the morning. <laughs> he thinks his pits don't stink. 